Hey, grown-ups! We are so incredibly grateful to you for listening to Story Pirates. Season 6 was really, really fun to make, and we're so excited for Season 7 right around the corner. To help us make the Story Pirates podcast the best it can be, we've created a short survey for our listeners, and we'd really, really appreciate it if you could take a few minutes to fill it out. You'll be able to tell us what you like about the Story Pirates podcast and what you'd like to see us do in the future. To fill it out, just go to realm.fm slash kids. That's realm, spelled R-E-A-L-M, dot F-M slash kids. And as a thank you, everyone who fills it out can enter to win a prize pack from a whole bunch of different kids' podcasts, including Story Pirates! Pretty cool. Again, that website is realm.fm slash kids. Thank you. Now back to the show. Hey, grownups. If you're a fan of comedy, there's a brand new podcast from our friend Justin Bartha that I wanted to tell you about. You may remember Justin from episode seven this season. He's the treasure hunter at the Met. And as you heard a seriously funny actor. Justin's show is called King of the Egg Cream. And in addition to Justin, it has just the most incredible cast. Again, this show's just for grownups and probably older kids. Grownups, you can take a listen yourself and see what you think. But if you're a fan of hilarious stuff and well-told stories, you will probably like King of the Egg Cream. Here's a taste. This egg cream is delicious. I wish the chocolate syrup inside wasn't so expensive. If you'd like to save some shekels and have some fun at the same time, make sure you tune in to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts. And now, back to the show. Story Pirates Kids Rise Welcome back to the Story Pirates Podcast. My name's Lee. My name's Peter. And today we have another great story for you. Peter, what do we got? This story, written by another amazing kid, was actually written by three amazing kids. What? Is that allowed? Yes, it happened, and here it is. It was written by Emily, Abby, and Grady from Ulster Park, New York. Their story is called, When I Lost My Dog and Took Home a Wolf. And here is the original text of the story that Emily, Abby, and Grady sent in to us. When I lost my dog and took home a wolf. One day, I lost my dog, Molly. She has black and white fur with ears sticking out like triangles. We lost her when we were taking a hike at Lake Grady. My mom, dad, and I went to look for her for hours. When we found her, she was deep in the woods and she was very nervous. We took her home and tried to calm her down. When we left the room, she ate our couch. Then she ate my mom's favorite basket. We put her outside because she was howling at the moon, and then she ate a squirrel. When I woke up, I went to check on her outside, and I saw the two dogs that look just like Molly right in front of me. We brought home a wolf. The end. Terrifying. Totally terrifying. Could you imagine bringing home a wolf? They let that wolf in their house. You know, we don't know what happened after that. Well, 
I guess we'll have to find out when we interview Emily, Abby, and Grady after we hear the Story Pirates adaptation. Here it is. When I lost my dog and took home a wolf. Hi, my name is Grabbly. Well, that's a weird name. It sure is, mister. It's a combination of the names Grady, Abby, and Emily. Oh, I get it. Well, have a great day. Anyway, my story begins on the day my mom, dad, and I took a hike at Lake Grady. Oh, hon, this is just a beautiful day. Nothing like a healthy walk in the woods. Yeah, even Molly's having a blast. She loves being off-leash. <laughs> huh, where is that dog, anyway? Uh-oh, I remember she went to sniff something behind a tree. But that was a while ago. Oh, no, where's Molly? Molly! Molly, Molly where are you, girl? No, she's got to be deep in these woods somewhere. Molly! Well, hey there, folks. Did you lose somebody? Hey, mister. Oh, it's you again. Yeah, we lost our dog, Molly. Oh, uh, does she have black and white fur? Yeah. Oh, yeah, and ears sticking out like triangles. Yeah. And a paws and a tail like a dog? Yeah. yeah. Nope, I haven't seen her. Have a nice day! Well, that man wasn't helpful at all. He never is. Just relax, darlings. We'll search for the dog and we'll search for her for several hours. Oh, well, it's been several hours and I just don't know what to tell you guys. It just seems hopeless. I don't think we'll ever find Molly. Wait a minute. She's right over there. Oh, Molly, you're shaking. She's very nervous. Oh, well, I'm just glad we found her. Uh, we better get home. It's getting dark. Come on, girl. Let's go. Okay, we're home. Time to calm down, Molly. Uh, okay, Molly, let's relax. Oh, should I put on one of my meditation podcasts? Maybe we should just leave her be. Good idea. Okay, Molly, we're going to leave the room. If you need anything, just bark. She'll be fine by herself, right? Mm, maybe we should check on her. Whoa! She's eating our couch! I am shocked! She must have been hungry from sitting in the woods all alone for all that time. Well, it's our fault for losing her, you sweet oh, little sweet dog. Whoa! Whoa. Oh, we love you, Molly. Good night. Later that evening, while we were trying to sleep, we heard another strange sound. Whoa! Mom, she's eating your favorite basket! Whoa! Molly, how could you? I can't believe how hungry she is, you little poochie. Oh, you little Wow! My, 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 someone's a little testy. Well, I guess we should just go back to bed. We tried to go to sleep again, but then we heard an even stranger sound. Whoa! She's howling at the moon! Well, we certainly can't sleep with all this noise. Oh, I think we have to put her outside. All right, Molly, come on, out you go. So, we tried to go to sleep again, but then we heard an even stranger sound than before. Whoa! Oh, she's eating a squirrel! Molly, that is disgusting! I'll tell you, she's one hungry dog. Oh, yes, she is. <laughs> oh, temper, temper. Well, better go back to bed. Did she always have such big fangs? Hmm. You know, let's sleep on it. Mm. So, we tried to go to sleep again, but then we heard, well, we didn't hear anything. 
It was actually really weird. When I woke up, I went outside to check on her. Huh. That's strange. Mom? Dad? Yes? There are two dogs out here. Oh, well, that one's clearly Molly, right? <laughs> but that one looks a lot like Molly, too, don't you, girl? Oh, you oh! oh, they both have black and white fur. And ears sticking out like triangles. Mm-hmm. Mom? Dad? I think we brought home a wolf! <gasps> Run for your life! The end! And now, Lee speaks with the authors themselves, Emily, Abby, and Grady. Hey, everybody. How are you? Good. So, we have Emily there. Hi. We have Abby. Hi. And we have Grady. Hi. How are you doing today? Good. 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 Th- um, I'm so excited to talk to you about your story. Do you remember the name of your story? Um. <laughs> I'll tell you what it was. <laughs> It's when I lost my dog and took home a wolf. Oh, yeah. So it's been a while since you wrote this story, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And did the three of you write it together? Yes. Yeah. And how did that work? How did you write a story together for anyone that's listening that wants to do that? Um, We just all pitched our ideas and we put it together to a story. Amazing. Is that Emily? Yeah. How old are you, Emily? I'm 12. You're 12. And how old is Abby? And how old are you, Grady? Six. Oh my gosh. You guys really collaborated. That's really amazing. So your story, when I lost my dog and took home a wolf, how did you get the idea for it? Molly kept destroying our mom's basket, and I thought we could put that into a story. What kind of basket was it? It was just a, like a wooden basket that was weaved together. And Molly is the name of your dog. So the dog is a real dog. Yes. But the rest of the story is not true. You didn't really take home a wolf. No. But does Molly sort of look like a wolf? No. Not even close? What kind of dog is Molly? A Cavalier King Charles Spaniel. Wow. I don't know what that kind of dog looks like. Can you describe it? Ball. Brown. And like curly hair, straight burr. Straight. And how old is Molly? Three. Three. Only three, huh? Yeah. Does she still destroy baskets? No, not anymore. She's chill. She's chill? That's good. Grady, who would you say is more chill, you or Molly? Molly. (laughs) Molly's more chill than you? I can understand that. What about you, Abby? Who's more chill, you or Molly? Molly. Molly? So you're not very chill? No, I don't like sitting down and doing boring stuff. I like running. Ah, are you, do you like run track or run in races or anything? No, but I'm on a swim team. Oh, cool. What's your favorite stroke? Butterfly. Butterfly? Mm-hmm. I like I like the butterfly because it looks super weird. We all swim, actually. Oh, really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Amazing. So you're a swimming family. Mm-hmm. You guys live in Ulster Park, New York. Yeah. Yes. What's that place like? There's a lot of woods. A lot of deer. Really? Yeah. Um, actually, not that long ago, I saw a coyote with my dad in our yard. Oh my gosh. There's not, it's not very popular that much. I mean, there's a lot of houses, but like, there's not like main stores or anything. Right. It's like a little suburban or or rural feeling. Yeah, there's only a Christmas tree farm. What? That's the only thing in town? Yeah. Yeah. 
So like even in the summer when you're like, let's go out and do something, it's like, let's go to the Christmas tree farm. We're also like a florist too. Okay, so it's a plant-based community. And you guys all go to different schools, I'm assuming? Um, just me. You go to a different school? Yeah, because I'm in middle school. Got it. Um, how did you guys all get into swimming? My dad said, do you want to do swimming? <laughs> I said I wanted to. And then Emily, like... Four days later, said she wanted to. <laughs> and then Grady said when he got older, he wanted to do it. And is Grady doing it now? Yes. Uh, Emily, what's your stroke? Butterfly or freestyle. Okay. I have the same kind of time-ish area in them. Got it. And Grady, what stroke do you like to swim with? Freestyle. Freestyle. That's cool. Swimming's great. I always wish that I lived near a pool so I could swim more often. Oh, that's cool. Oh, so all of the swim teams are at the high school? No, just ours. So I bet when there's, since there's a lot of woods in your area, like when you're walking around through the woods, you think, oh my gosh, like maybe I'm going to see an animal. And maybe, uh, yeah. Is that part of where the story came from? Yeah. Because it's sort of scary, right? When you're out there in the woods, you're like, if an animal came around the corner, what would I do? Yeah, we have a lot of bears here too. No way. Have you ever seen one? No, but one knocked down our garbage can and made a humongous mess and my mom had to clean it up. Oh, you didn't even help her? I didn't want to touch the garbage. <laughs> I'm sure she didn't want to touch it either. No. Was there at least some good food scraps in there for him? I don't know. <laughs> he probably ate the garbage. He probably ate it, right? So maybe there wasn't that much to clean up. Uh, no, there's probably <laughs> a lot. <laughs> I always want to see a bear, but I never have. My grandparents ran into some cubs once. Like, they didn't hit them, but, like, they were crossing the street. On the street? Yeah. You know what they say? You have to be careful when you see a bear cub. Yeah, because the mom's close by. That's right. The mama's always around the corner. So, for any kids out there that want to write their own story, I was wondering, can you guys give some advice on how to collaborate with siblings? Because I know it's not always easy working or writing or making something with um, a brother or sister, right? No, yeah, it's hard. So like, if, if there's a kid out there that wants to make a story, do you have any advice for them? I think you just all have to sit down with each other and make sure that you're not all hyper and just, just like talk with each other and then you can agree on things. Find something that's sort of true, but then add all these fun ideas into it. I really love that. Grady, do you have any advice? Be silly. Be silly. That is great advice. Sounds to me like Emily's the chill one. She's like, all right, everybody, just chill out. Let's <laughs> let's agree on some stuff. Can I tell you something? Yeah. When my dad was going hunting and like rangers, told him there was a big bear nearby. The reindeers did? The rangers. Oh, the rangers. Okay, good. Because they had seen one? Yeah, I think they did. Yeah. And what did your dad do? Did, did that get him excited or was he scared? Scared. <laughs> scared? So he's like, I'm out of here. No, he hasn't been hunting since I was born. It was probably a really big bear. Why do you think it was a big bear? Because the rangers said the ranger was like, watch out, big bear alert. I think it was 600 pounds. Oh my gosh, that's huge. My dad said 500. <laughs> well, that's what happens with stories, right? Like, it's just like, just like Abby said, pick something that's real and then 
make it a little bit crazier. So next time the bear will be 700 pounds. Yeah. <laughs> well, thanks for talking to me today, Emily, Abby, and Grady. Is there anything else you want to share with our listeners? Um, no, just that we love Story Pirates. Thank you. We love you guys. We love your story. Thank you. All right. Talk to you later. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to today's podcast. If you want to see the Story Pirates live in person, come visit us in New York City. We perform on select Saturdays throughout the year in Midtown Manhattan. We feature new stories every week with kid authors there to take a bow after the show. Find out the full schedule at our website, storyparts.com. We'll also be heading to the American Museum of Natural History on March 18th, Wingate, North Carolina on March 19th, and several stops in California as well. And later this spring, we'll have stops in Wilkes-Barre, Pennsylvania, Lake Placid, New York, and Concord, New Hampshire, just to name a few. Check out our website, storypirates.com, and click Performances at the top for details, times, and tickets. While you're there, you can also buy t-shirts for the Story Pirates fan in your life. And please remember to friend us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter and Instagram. And of course, subscribe to this podcast on iTunes. Leave us a rating, leave us a comment, and we will see you next time. Hey, grown-ups! this next message is for you. Shout out to Clarendon for supporting this episode and providing us with samples. One thing about me is that I love animals. I am not a dog or a cat person. I am both a dog and a cat person. And honestly, I don't want to brag, but animals love me too. If I'm visiting friends or family and they have a pet, there's a pretty good chance that I'll spend more time with the pet than whoever it is I came to see. So it is a huge bummer that I also happen to have really bad allergies around dogs and cats. I start sneezing, my eyes water, and I even sometimes have trouble breathing. Luckily for those of us who live with the symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin Clear with Claritin D. Designed for serious allergy sufferers, Claritin D has two powerful ingredients in just one pill that relieve your allergy symptoms and decongest your nose so you can breathe better. This double-action combination of prescription-strength allergy medicine and the best decongestant available relieves sneezing, a runny nose, itchy and watery eyes, an itchy nose and throat, and sinus congestion and pressure with ease. And guess what? Just the other day, I went to visit my dog friend, Opie, and I made sure that I took a Claritin D ahead of time, and my allergies were totally under control. We were able to run and play and wrestle, and I nuzzled him and everything. Ready to live life as if you don't have allergies? It's time to live Claritin Clear. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin Clear. Use as directed. Hey, grown-ups! Today's episode is sponsored by Carnegie Hall Kids. Carnegie Hall Kids is a free website for children ages 5 through 12 to learn about music through fun games and quizzes, igniting imagination in children, offering activities that encourage musical curiosity, and developing knowledge of musical concepts. To find all of the fun, child-friendly games and quizzes, just go to, uh, just go to... uh, 
Jeez, I can't remember. Hey, Peter! Hey, Lee! Peter, do you know how to get to Carnegie Hall, kids? I sure do. Practice, practice, practice. No, no, no. That's the old joke about Carnegie Hall. I'm wondering if you know how to get to Carnegie Hall, kids. Kids can practice too, Lee. Jeez. I know kids can practice. I'm just wondering how to find Carnegie Hall, kids. It's on 7th Ave between 56th and 57th Street. No, Peter, not the physical Carnegie Hall. I'm talking about the website Carnegie Hall Kids, where kids can check out fun musical games and quizzes. I'm not sure I follow. Well, there's one quiz called Animal or Instrument. Ooh, good question. I think you either sound like a crow or a trumpet. No, not me. Animal or Instrument is a quiz that asks kids to listen to sounds and then guess how they're made. Sounds okay. I'd rather learn about different musical traditions from different cultures, though. You can do that at Carnegie Hall Kids, too. I just need to know how to get there. You're going to want to take the NQ or R train to 57th Street. You can't miss it. It's a website! I can make an elephant sound! (sighs) Very good, Peter. (laughs) Thank you. Start your child's musical journey today at kids.carnegiehall.org. Hey, you figured it out! That's kids.carnegiehall.org.